Ahoy! Welcome to Bottom of the Stream, Season 2, Episode 19. No, 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 19. Excellent remaking of a joke that I think you used in the last season. I'm going to do it every, <laughs> every time. episode. That's how you make traditions. That's true. That's very true. How are you today? I'm golden. Golden? Yeah, I don't know why I said what that. What makes you golden? <laughs> uh, it's Oscar season, isn't it? Coming up for it, yeah. Yeah. Cool. We got any gossip? I know you don't like it when I say that. No, I don't like it when you say <laughs> that. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what I can say and can't say. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> It's an open forum. People, yeah, but people don't want to hear gossip. That's true. They're here for, I don't know what they're here for. Do you know what they want to hear? <laughs> News? Socials. Oh, yeah. They're all here for the socials. <laughs> um, follow us on Twitter, please, at BOTS underscore podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram, which is the same, at BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream is the Facebook page. The... Email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and the website is www.bottomofthestream.com where you will find every film we've ever reviewed and both season streamed tables. Um, also, you can now follow us on Patreon. Please do. Yeah, please do. It's nice to have people over there. And uh, yeah, you will find that at patreon.com slash bottomofthestream and there's three different tiers for different levels you can join us at and yeah. you'll get various little rewards and thank yous as you go through. Yeah, I mean... You know, if you you feel you want to sign up, then um, there's plenty of bonus episodes. Yeah, we just recorded a bonus episode a minute ago. We did. There's a newsletter. There's all sorts. There's all sorts going on over there. So um, yeah, come and join us. Stickers. There's always stickers. There's loads of stickers. <laughs> stickers everywhere. Come and um, our ears. But if you can't make a contribution that way, then please uh, give us a review and a rating on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. That's what it's called. iTunes isn't even a thing anymore. Is it not? No. Or, not an Apple boy. or on Podchaser, because apparently it really helps the algorithm. It really does. And it's it, really nice to read as it well. It puts our little thumbnail in, in the view of more people. It does. And it's really good for our egos. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> it is. I like reading nice reviews. So if you'd like to do them, please do. Um, I'm going to chuck a promo in for one of our PodNation friends, because I've not done that for a little while. So I'm going to put that in right here. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. So go and check those guys out. They are really good. Uh, so that's the socials done. We've got any Netflix news? Do you want to talk about MGM? Yes, this is an interesting piece of news that came out a couple of days ago. Yeah. So MG- MGM was... A huge movie studio. Oh, yeah. Years and years ago. Yeah. You'll know the lion. Is it Leo? Maybe. Rory? That's the sort of thing lions are called, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's two lions. <laughs> there, wasn't there a rumour that that, Simba? that lion went and killed somebody straight after it had filmed that? Really? Yeah, I think I think there was always a rumour that it, Is that how they it got did it that big growl and then killed somebody. But I don't think Is it's that how they got it to roar? They had to like, taunt it with a... I think that's probably what the rumour was. A bit of thigh. Apparently it isn't true. Oh. It's one of these Hollywood legends. He didn't. He didn't then leap out of the circle and eat that guy who bashed that gong. No, I don't think so. <laughs> he didn't eat. He didn't eat gong guy. <laughs> anyway, what about MGM? As we said, they're, so they're no longer a really a proper movie studio, no. but they still hold the rights to several franchises. Yeah, James Bond. Yeah, not that you'd ever seen one. No. Nope. <laughs> 
Um, all really? the Hannibal Lecter films. Really? Yep. Uh, and do you remember? So in the eighties, there was a company called Orion Pictures. Yeah. And they went bust as well, but all of their stuff is under the MGM umbrella as really? well. Really? So that's RoboCop. Um, loads of other stuff in it. I think the Rocky films as well. Oh, right. Basically, to cut a long story short, <laughs> ne- Netflix and Apple are sort of bidding against each other. Yeah. Right. The way, the tweet I read made it sound like they were working together, but I thought that sounded wrong. No, I think that because they both want this back catalogue for their respective That'd streaming. Be cool if services. Netflix can get that. There'll be loads of cool stuff coming. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Excellent. Anything else? Not news wise. I haven't seen that. There's not a lot going on with Netflix at the minute. It's pretty it's... quiet. It's New Year, it's yeah, a bit of a downtime for news. <laughs> have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Yeah, I have. I mean, I I think I'm just a couple of weeks behind you because, man, you really undersold Medical Police. <laughs> I w- always worry about recommending comedies because I don't watch a lot of comedy. I've I got like two left to watch. I've finished it now. And I just think it's brilliant. Yeah, I Absolutely it. hilarious. It is really good. and I was it's tentative. Ridiculous. It was completely mental. It's, it's like... It's not quite as obvious and silly as Naked Gun, but it has parts of that sort yeah, of that sort airplane of like, yeah. style. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd recommend it highly. I finished it now and it is really good. But I, I was a bit tentative because I didn't know... I'm never confident with comedy. Yeah, I wouldn't have... If I'd have found it first, I wouldn't have recommended it to you. Really? I don't think so, no. no. <laughs> I've told you, my so, tastes are changing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that, that was the main thing. That's three uh, weeks in a row of recommended medical police. Oh, if you've not you watched go. it by now, what are you doing? Uh, and then again, a bit behind you. I, I don't think you'd finished it last week, but we just started sex education. I finished it. Yeah, I have finished it. Um, and something I meant to mention before on it, and it just, I obviously uh, went back into my brain from watching it. <laughs> it's like, what do you make of the fact that it's obviously a British show? Everyone in it is, it's set in Britain. Yeah. Everyone is British, apart from Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Yet the setting is like. Gillian Anderson's British. Part, <laughs> part Canadian, part British. I think so. Anyway, yeah, it's the setting is basically an American high school. It's really it? weird, isn't it? It's I think it's intentional because it's a. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. It's a love story to John John Hughes, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, it's it's really strange because you could you can't pick where it's set. No, there's no English schools that are like that. No, no, at all. If, if any Americans are there thinking that's how English schools are, and there's no English towns that are like that. No. Nobody sits outside and has their breakfast in this country. No, and they're all the and they're all wearing like um like um team jackets so yeah. like the jocks wear like yeah which football jackets which also doesn't happen no but do you think that's done to like increase its international possibly it's just it's definitely a style yeah i think you're probably right it's a uk us mishmash yeah isn't it i just find it quite interesting it, somehow it works it really works and it makes it it has makes it gives it it makes it gives it a unique <laughs> look and there isn't any other shows like it out there because of that look yeah I thought it was really interesting. I, I've got a lot of time for sex education. It's the the diversity in its cast is should be more applauded than it yeah. is. Yeah. The, the fact that they've show. got a black gay transvestite <laughs> whose best friend is a white straight boy. Yeah, it's just that sort of thing doesn't happen, and and his family and everybody just accept it for the norm. I've got a lot of time for that. As they should. Yes. Yeah, of course they should. And but that sort of thing doesn't happen in Hollywood. Yeah. Good. Uh, I watched a film. Right. It wasn't the, anything well to do with the podcast, okay? <laughs> which is, it makes a change. I watched a film called The Prodigy, okay, which is a horror film on Netflix, recently made or re- recently released. Uh, it's really good. Give me the synopsis. So it is about a young child, probably, well, he's really young. He's playing like six, but he's not. And he is the reincarnation of a serial killer. Oh, okay. And 
but the serial killer is fully aware and is taken control of this child's body and it's basically a creepy kid horror film and it's really good it's well worth watching it's the kid was it scary parts of it were there's a few good jump scenes in it Uh, it's the kid from it the all right the youngest one the one who gets killed right at the beginning of the first it it's him but obviously a little bit older now Mm -hmm. but yeah it's really good good so it seems to have found a niche in horror films already. That, that, like that movie's kind of been a good production line for, uh, for child actors. Child actors <laughs> really has. They're everywhere. You can't walk down the street without tripping over an it's child. <laughs> I know. They're always in the way. Finn Wolfhard pushed me over earlier. <laughs> what a twat. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a new horror film that's coming out as well. What's he in? Uh, the Turning. Oh, right. Okay, I've, yeah. I've seen, I, I have seen the trailer for that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to the cinema next week right. to watch a film called The Rhythm Section. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. I don't really know much about what it's, it's about. about. drums? No, it's about terrorism, I think. Right. But the reason I brought it up is because it's directed by Reed Morano, who directed, I think we're alone now. Oh, okay. From season one. Who is a lady director, which I don't yeah. think we pointed out in that episode. No, I think we did. Did we? Because I thought we said recently that we had our first female director, but I might be wrong. But anyway, I can't remember. That's there. That's she's a directed long time this ago. film, and it comes out. I think it comes out on Friday in the oh, UK. Wow, that's good. That's okay. like I feel like I feel like we've made her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a bit. Well, it's, it's, you know, like when your favourite band plays back rooms yeah. and then it uh, turns up on on Radio One, and yeah, everyone so else she seems it. to have made a, a film that's getting a cinema release. Awesome. But I've tried I've deliberately tried to stay away from it, so, so I don't know what it's about because yeah. I want to go fresh into the cinema and go nice. from there. But yeah, I noticed today that she directed it. Good. I think that's all the stuff I've watched. Have I watched anything else? I have some admin. You've got some? Oh, I've got a bit of admin. Okay, who's going first? I'll do mine because it's quick. Okay. Um, remember last <laughs> who's week... Who's saying about my admin? <laughs> it might be long. <laughs> remember last week I talked to you about What Will Jack Do? Yes. The David Lynch the, the in- short monkey film interrogator. Monkey. The Turns out the monkey actor is the same monkey that was in Friends back in the day. No. Yeah. Marcel. Marcel. That's the same actor. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. He's, he's obviously a lot older now. But. Who says there's no longevity in Hollywood for monkeys? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it blew my mind. Because that feels like a very long time ago when Marcel was in Friends. What a pro. That was like second season of Friends, yeah, I was think. Yeah, like really early. So you're talking, what, mid-90s? Yeah. So he's an old monkey. Excellent. I didn't know monkeys lived that long. I knew like big monkeys did, but like gorillas and chimps and stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize Was he dudes. like a howler monkey or something? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize the little dudes lived that long. Was he greyer? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It looked like an old monkey. It's like Joe Pesci coming out of retirement. <laughs> He's the monkey Joe Pesci. He is. But yeah, so that's just my little bit of admin. I should have mentioned that last week. That's a great didn't, fact. didn't know it at the time, so I couldn't. Small world. Exactly. Talking of small worlds. Yep. So I have some admin. Go for it. We talked about the babysitter last week. We did. And we mentioned right at the end. Yeah. Well, we mentioned it at the start, and I think again at the end. But there's a sequel coming. Yeah. And... You pointed out that the star of The Babysitter, Samara Wiley, will not be returning for the sequel. Correct. I found out why that is. Oh, really? Yeah. Is she doing something cool? Yeah, so she, this, she was filming something else at the same time. Right. She was filming Bill and Ted 3. No way. Yeah. She's going to be in that? Yeah, she is going to play Bill's daughter. Excellent. Do you know what's really freaky? What? Someone, do you know who's playing Ted's wife? Who? Erin Hayes. Who's from Hayes? She is the lead lady in Medical Police. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is this for Netflix by any chance? This Bill and Ted film? No, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a small band of actors in Netflix these days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Everyone's on everyone's contacts list, obviously. Yeah. 
Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, when no, does Bill and Ted Free come out? Uh, it is later this year. Do I need so to rewatch the other two? Year. Do you think I've not seen them for probably for twenty five? Well, why years. wouldn't you? They're great. Right, they are great. Do you, the second Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the second one, I think is properly underrated. Really? Yeah. I need to watch them. I've the, seen them very. When they're playing all those games with death, fucking brilliant. So <laughs> funny. I will try and search them out and watch them. I think that's got a big challenge, actually. That third one. Yeah. It's got a lot to live up to. Yeah. For a couple of 50-year-olds or mid-50-year-olds. Because they've been talking about making that for so long. Yeah, as long as I can remember. That's, uh, yeah, that'll be a, that'll that's be gonna an be interesting a fun one. one. Cool. Ghost, Ghostbusters and Bill and Ted this year. So, I've got a bit of a quick question for you about okay. the babysitter too. Yep. How the fuck's that going to work? No idea. Because <laughs> they're all dead. Everybody's yeah, in it. They're all dead. coming back. Do you think they all come back and haunt him? Possibly. I hope so. Yeah, but it had like a devil manuscript in it. So, maybe it will just raise them all back. Yeah. Maybe. I'm excited. It's apparently set two years after the events of the first film. Okay. So it's going to be... I'm looking forward to watching it. I presume that'll be a Halloween release. Yeah. Ace? I would have thought so. Good. We'll check back in on it then. Excellent. So uh, do you think it's time to start talking about this week's film? I think we probably should, shouldn't we? Yeah. We didn't choose this. We didn't choose this film. This By which I mean, we didn't <laughs> randomise it. We didn't. It, this was uh, selected by one of our Patreons, Jordan Shenton, at the Mr. John Core yeah. on Twitter. So if you, I will do another quick plug. If you join our Patreon at the $10 level, yeah. you will get your own wild card. Yeah, and, and force us into watching stuff. You will be able to choose a film from our list. Which is exactly what Jordan's done. He has. He was given his wild card and instantly emailed me back with the, this film that he wanted to watch. So he's been out and watched it as well, so we'll give you his thoughts at the end. Awesome. And we'll let you know what we thought as well by going for it as we normally do. Great. So, The Night Eats the World is a horror zombie film from 2018. It is a 15, one hour and 33 minutes long, currently rated at 6.0 on IMDb, dead six. That's pretty good. Stars a guy called Anders Danielson Lee, who plays a guy called Sam. Uh, he is a Norwegian actor. And he probably most famous is in a Netflix film called Twenty Second of July. Right. Have you seen that? No. Heard of that? It is a dramatic retelling of the events of Norway's worst terror attack. Do you remember when Norway got terror attacked? Yeah. It's the tell. It's the story of that. Okay. And he's in that. Uh, there aren't any other actors in it. There are other actors in it, but yeah. there's not really anybody else <laughs> featured. This is a pretty much a one man show. Yeah. And uh, there's not really much point of going through anybody else because there's not really anybody famous in there. Uh, directed by a guy called. Dominique Rocha, Russia, who, this is his first and only film so far. Yeah, it's a French movie. It is a French movie. It's based on a novel. Yeah. A French novel. So, yeah. Have you read it? Nope. <laughs> I haven't read, <laughs> I haven't, I can honestly tell you, I've never read any French novels. Have you not? No. Okay. I got a, there you go, that's your homework. I got a D in GCSE French. So, I probably can tell you my name and my age, but that's about it. <laughs> I'm not going to make you. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, do you have a one word review of... Uh, the Night Eats the World. Lonely. Oh, lonely. I should also point out that The Night Eats the World was the very first film added to the long list. I think you did mention that. Did in, I mention it last week? last week? Yeah, it was, uh, it's probably, it could be responsible for the whole podcast existing in the first place because uh, that's where the long list started. It was the first film added. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Good choice, Jordan. Or was it? So, <laughs> shall we begin? Yep. So, where does the film begin? Party time. Party time. There's a load of synth bangers going on. (laughs) 
Like, and, and that was the first thing I noticed about this. Cool soundtrack. Yeah, it has got a decent it, soundtrack. It jumps all over the place, but it, yeah, we uh, soundtrack-wise, music style-wise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've, we're hitting the floor running with a sort of disco synth soundtrack. Yeah. There's a party going on yes. in this apartment block. It's like an apartment, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Sam, Sam Sam's there. Arrived. We meet Sam, who is our main guy. Uh, he looks a little bit out of place, not comfortable. Yeah. He's, uh, doesn't uh, I look think like he wants to be there in the I think slightest. it's fair to say he has arrived at this building not expecting a, a yeah, party not to be expecting going on. a party to be happening. Because he's, he's there to collect his stuff from his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, box of tapes. Box of tapes, is that what it was? Yeah. Because he's a musician. I believe so. Yeah, I think that's implied through the weirdness that happens later. Um, so yeah, he's there. He's turned up to collect his stuff from her. Um, she told, She basically says, look, I'm having a party. All my friends are here. Go and wait in the office. Yeah. Which is fair. I guess. Well, I'd at first I would have just gone home and gone back the next day. Yeah. But. Well, at first she says, "Come on, meet some people." Yeah, join in, lighten up, you square. <laughs> a new boyfriend comes along, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He's a bit of a dick. Uh, so eventually, anyway, he ends up going into the office at the end of the hall. Yeah, and he's, so Sam's ex-girlfriend, who I don't think we get a name for, sort of says, "Yeah, go into the office. I'll uh, I'll come by uh, in a few minutes. We'll yeah. have a chat, and I'll I'll show you where your stuff is." I think her name was Sarah. No, that was the lady later on. Was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not important. All the ladies are called Sarah. <laughs> in the world. Uh, yeah, you're right. That was the lady later on. And so he, he anyway, ends up in this office kind of room and he starts kind of rooting through boxes and trying to find his stuff. He finds his stuff. He finds yeah, his stuff. He finds his box sure. of tapes. He also manages And to... they are actual tapes. Sorry, I'm just going to point yeah, out. they are cassettes. They are cassettes. Old school. He managed to get himself hit in the face at one point as well. Yes. It, no, so this is a rager, this party. Yeah. So as he's walking down the corridor That's to this it. office, he does. He gets someone That's drops a shoulder on him and shoulder barges him into the yeah, nose. Hits him in the nose. Causes him a nosebleed. Anyway, you get he's in this office for a little while and eventually he sits down because he's he's waiting for his missus to turn up. But she doesn't turn up and he just falls asleep in the chair. Yeah. And we get a bit of a why he's asleep kind of montage. Yeah, because he sits down, he's in this room, you've already got the background noise, so it's a banging party. You yeah. can hear the bass, you can hear the music, you can hear people sort of thudding on. There's, there's a nice little thing when he walks down the corridor and there's one of the doors in the frame is sort of going bang, 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 and there's yeah. some noises, which are supposed to be like, you're supposed to think it's like, you know, you know what you'd say? <laughs> people doing the noise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When in fact, it's probably people being turned into zombies. Yeah. And as he falls asleep, all these noises are going on. Yeah. And can... then they slowly turn to screams. Yeah. There's like very distinct banging noises going on. And then yeah. a lot of screaming going on in the distance as well. Yeah. And then we bang straight into a title card. This fucker just sleeps through the whole thing. He sleeps through the whole thing. He slept through a zombie apocalypse. Immediately straight out of the title card, you come back onto Sam and he's just about waking up. And the sun's out. So he slept there all night in this little armchair. And so... He grabs his box of cassettes and leaves the office room because his girlfriend has obviously never showed up. And yep. he finds absolute decimation. It's carnage. It's carnage. This place is completely destroyed. There's blood all up the walls, the ceilings, the floors, blood everywhere. And The twiglets have been thrown over the floor. <laughs> Pringles everywhere. What Somebody's else do you have dropped Pringles. Volivants. <laughs> they've gone everywhere. We're in, front, we're in France. Obviously, oh, yeah, there's volivants. Very, very true. <laughs> and he goes to... It, obviously, he's, well, this is a bit weird. So he goes to leave, but as he opens the door to the apartment, there's some... Uh, we meet our first zombies. Why have I said zombies again? <laughs> I don't say zombies ever. Zombies. Zombies. There's some zombies on the staircase, and they kind of rush straight at him. 
and he locks the door and locks himself back in the apartment. That's it. That's your start. Yeah. So we're all we're all from there. So he heads over to the window. Yeah, he's trying to scope out the situation. See what's, what see the hell's what the going on? What's going on? I've just woken up and there's zombies on the stairs. And outside, the same sort of situation is happening. So there's, there's your standard post-apocalyptic crashed movie, cars, crash cars. There's letters on. everywhere. There's a lot, always a lot of leaves yeah. on the floor. Like postmen have been killed, so there's letters just sort of floating yeah. through <laughs> through the streets. You know the scene. You do know the scene, and but also we can see the apartment block opposite. Yeah, and there's a kind of a family in there. And they head out, don't they? They decide they're going to make a run for it. Yeah, there's a there's a kerfuffle in yeah. in the room, isn't in there? The room, so they, and they sort of manage to fend off a zombie. Yeah, and, and then yeah, as you say, they make a run for it. They basically. try and escape to their car yeah. or to a car, and a couple of them get in, but one gets attacked. They are soon overrun. Yeah, they're quickly overrun by zombies, and they all get eaten. And he's kind of watching this from the safety of his fourth, fifth story apartment. Yeah, and. This is obviously not a good thing to be looking down on. So he decides what he needs to do is try and grab a load of mobile phones. Yeah, he's... He, Which is quite a clever idea in this just, day Yeah, he's, he's just... He's already into survival mode. Straight Sort of scouting for useful things. Yeah. Uh, and the first place he goes, and it's, it's good to see that this is uh, a thing in parties in France as well, is one of the spare bedrooms where everyone's coats are. <laughs> yeah, all over the bed. Have your party guests, stick your coat in the spare bedroom. Yeah. And he, he kind of roots through the pockets and tries to get out all the different mobile phones because yep. he figures people will have taken video. And he's right. There are videos on the mobile phones of what's happened or what's happening at the party. And he watches a few. And that's I think that's kind of where he got to. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of messages in there, like a boyfriend and girlfriend, please call me back. Oh, yeah, Carl, Carl's tried to bite me. <laughs> tell my mum I love her, that sort yeah. of thing. So after he's done that, he kind of heads up onto the roof. And there's a lovely bit of directing here. I've written... <laughs> This is a cool aerial shot. Yeah, it's a really cool. It's a drone shot, I yeah. think. And it's like a really high up shot of him looking down on him on the roof. It looked a bit like, you remember the first Grand Theft Auto game? It yes. was like top down yeah. and you could see, it looked like a bit like that. And basically it was just like checking out, scoping what's on the roof. And if any, if there's any sort of escape out into the street and there wasn't. And this is showing us very early on, this guy is on his own. Completely. Yeah, there's not. There's no other survivors in the building or around the building anyway that we know of. But then it kind of cuts and you go back. Oh, is there? <laughs> well, yeah. Spoiler. Um, it kind of cuts and you go back and he's cleaning the floor. He is. A very dirty floor. Yeah, like minging. Yeah, like minging dirty. <laughs> but he's he's on his hands and knees like cleaning this parquet floor. Yeah. Or the laminate there floor. There must be a mop, surely. Yeah, you would think so. Why bother? Uh, Why bother? Well, he's got to make a home now, hasn't he? Yeah, but... This little guy... That wouldn't be the first thing I thought of. Oh, clean that, that floor needs floor. good clean. It was dirty. It was filthy. It was filthy. Um, and he hears kind of like banging noises from downstairs. Yep. So he wisely puts his head and his wisely? ear. Wisely? <laughs> to, to the floor. I don't know how wise that was. <laughs> because suddenly a hole opens up in the floor in front of him. Right next to him. Right next to him. And you can he kind of looks down it. Yeah. And you can see an old man who's put a gun sh- uh, shotgun to his head, yep. not a gunshot, put a, gun- a shotgun to his head and shot himself in the head. Yeah, in his armchair. The ricocheting bullet has gone up through the floor and nearly taken out Sam's head as well. So at this point, he thinks, I'm going to go down there. Yeah, so he does, yeah, he does, but he does not take the door and the stairs. No, because there's zombies there. Because uh, he doesn't know what's outside this apartment. Yeah. So he takes a crowbar. Kind of, yeah. It, I think it was a golf club. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like that. 
He just goes easy access. He just digs. <laughs> Makes the hole bigger <laughs> in the floor. I know. This seems like a lot of work. I think your insurance is out the window in the event of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you're not covered so he's, for zombie apocalypse. Right. Oh, it's not even his apartment, so go it's for not. it. Uh, so, yeah, eventually he manages to dig through and he gets into this downstairs apartment that is owned by this seemingly old couple. Yeah. Um, they're both dead. The other person, I'm going to say woman, but it could be a could, man. Could be. He is covered in a sheet. It's French, after all. Yeah. <laughs> it's covered in a sheet. Yes. So we've... I presume the old man shot her or him and then shot himself. Shot himself, yeah. I think you're right. And uh, Sam basically just ransacks the place. He's raiding the kitchen for supplies. Yeah. Looking for food. Yeah. T- tinned goods, etc. Yeah, he's, but he's got, like you said earlier, he's gone completely into survival mode straight away. Yeah. Good skills. He yeah. takes the shotgun as well. So obviously that's useful. Yeah. Finds a load of shells. Yeah. And he's kind of looking out the window again and the zombies, it appears that the zombies kind of stay dormant until they hear a sound. They're all just standing there doing nothing. Yeah, they're, it's kind of like they're at a silent disco. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of mooching around. Yeah, just sort of swaying. But as soon as they hear a noise, they, that's when they kind of activate yeah. and come running. So if, you, if you're really quiet, you can just walk past these zombies. Yeah, because they're fast. When they, yeah, when they see you, they go, they go fast. They're not old-fashioned, old-school zombies. No, they're not. They're not. Not uh, we don't ambling. Get, we don't get films with ambling zombies anymore. No. It doesn't happen. So, newly armed with the shotgun. Yep. And a requirement to gather more supplies. Yeah. Sam starts to go through the rest of the building. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and he's basically just doing that, isn't he? He's gathering supplies. He gets a real collection of nice knives. He he managed to get right down to the front door yep. of the building. He manages to find a really cool leather jacket first. Yeah, he does. He's got a really nice leather yeah. jacket. Uh, yeah, he gets to the front door and yeah. there's there's quite a few zombies just outside. Yeah. These big, they're big, huge front doors in this building, yeah, this yeah, old yeah. building. And he manages to shut himself in. Yeah. So. This is his world now. Yeah. You can't get out, can't stay in. Did we mention the, the family zombie, the family of zombies that he met? No, I think that's next as he's going. So he's going through this building, going apartment by apartment, basically. Yeah. And he, he goes into this apartment and there's like a mum dad and child zombie yeah. in there so he kind of he get he runs out and escapes them but he marks the door over yeah, he, he has quite a close encounter yeah with really them. close he's he's he steps into the apartment yeah starts to look through it and then they all run around the corner at him yeah so he narrowly escapes the the dad zombie yeah. so he, he he locks the door and marks it with a white cross which i presume means don't go back in there yeah there's, there's proper zombies in there um, and then he kind of heads into the next apartment and there's this clearly a child's bedroom or a teenage boy's bedroom because he manages to find a paintball gun. He does. Which he... And a load of paintballs. Yeah. So that's another... It's a weapon, but is it a useful weapon? That's debatable. I don't think so. <laughs> and this is where we first meet his... What becomes his pet zombie. Yes. He meets a an old man who's stuck in a lift. <laughs> it's basically what it is. Yeah. The, the zombie's in the lift, but the lift doors won't open. Because it's, it's a real old-style... old-fashioned cage-style lift. Yeah, cage-style yeah. lift. Pull the, pull the gate shut. Yeah. So he pulls the he pulls the gate shut and he kind of ties the man to the door as well. Yeah. It's, it's a basically looking for a bit of company, isn't it? And it's, as it turns out, yeah. 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 He's, he, he's, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't he's kill this zombie. caught himself a zombie yeah. in a cage and he doesn't kill it. So he, he keeps that one. He also picks up, like, I didn't... I don't know if it was a Walkman or an MP3 player because he had both at some point in this yeah. film but from this teenage bedroom he gets a music player and he also uncovers a drum kit yes he does because he's a and musician he's very happy about yes he is he, he listens to it was he must have had the walkman at one point because he listens to a cassette at this point yeah and it's like a load of kids making weird 
sounds and noises. Yeah. Which makes him laugh. I think it's him as a kid. I think it was some of his tapes, yeah, with him yeah. as a kid, yeah. So he makes a bit of an inventory of what he's got and he has a bit of a rock out on this drum set. Yeah, so it's not it's not a I was gonna call it a montage, but it's not. It's it is a couple of scenes. So you get his nighttime routine as he he builds a fire, he sits and listens to these tapes. Yeah. And then by day he's putting this he's still scavenging the apartments and he's putting his inventory inventory together. <laughs> um and he's playing some drums. Yeah. What happens when he plays the drums? Oh, the zombies come running. They sure do. <laughs> because they're listening for noises. So he brings them all to the apartments. So they're all kind of queuing outside the door to Basically, get Basically, yeah. And he starts taking pot shots at them with the paintball gun. Yeah. He like, shoots them in the face. So there's a lot, a lot of this movie is, uh, I want to say dreary, but on purpose. So yeah. it's, it's trying to show how quickly this person in this situation gets into a boring daily routine, routine yeah. even though he's in this extraordinary situation so he's making soup yeah and he's eating his lunch like anyone else would do <laughs> but you then still have he... to do these things when you when you survive and he's doing the cleaning yeah. and all that sort of stuff but then he's going and lying at the windowsill because he's found a scope as well yeah he's attached it to the paintball gun and he's taking pot shots at zombies yeah just not killing them <laughs> just shooting them in the face with paint no, but he is marking them off. Yeah. Because he had a load of Polaroids. Yeah. Which he'd pinned to the wall. And as he shot, as he marks them with the paintball gun. He marks the... He was crossing the Polaroid yeah. off. Were they party goers? Uh, they must have been. I presume... Maybe that, they were people that his girlfriend knew. Yeah, I'm presuming I was reading between the lines, but I'm thinking they were at the party. Yeah. Sometimes people take Polaroids and cameras at parties. Yeah. And that's what he was doing? I think so. It's not I think, important. No. <laughs> I think that's what he was doing, yeah. He's trying to keep himself busy, isn't he? That's the point. That's Basically, what he's... yeah. He's, he's getting a bit stir-crazy already. At this point, he realises that the people who he's left downstairs, the old couple from downstairs, they're starting to pong a little bit. Yeah. They're a little bit whiffy. So he goes back down there and he briefly debates throwing them out the window. Yeah. Which is an option. It's all about survival. <laughs> it's not very respectful, but... Do you talk about respect during a zombie apocalypse? I don't know. But he decides not to and eventually he wraps them up in sleeping bags. Right. Um, I'm going to stop you there. Okay. They're still going to smell. Yeah. 100%. If you were in this situation, <laughs> yeah. would you throw them out the window? Yes. I think I would as well. Yeah. You've got to get them out. Cause if, I'm, you... if I'm living in this place yeah. for hopefully a long time, <laughs> I don't want to be smelling dead people while I'm cooking my soup. No. Yeah, there is. I'm yeah. not sure a sleeping bag's going to cut it. No, because he, he put them in sleeping bags, put them on their bed next to each other. Yeah. But then he sealed the door with duct tape. Yeah. That's not, I don't think it's going to work. I might be wrong. I, I don't think duct tape's going to hold in the smell, smell of two dead bodies. He's got a hole in his floor down to their apartment. Yeah. That's not going to help. No, I agree. <laughs> I'd have chucked them out of the window, whoever they were. They didn't even know them. It's not like he needed to be respectful to them. He hadn't even seen one of their faces. Again, a part of it, and we'll see it later on, is doing the ritual, isn't it? It's yeah. keeping the humanity yeah. in, in a world that's gone to shit. Yeah. I'm not sure it's realistic, though. Yeah, I agree. Because this film is trying to be as realistic as you can in a zombie <laughs> apocalypse, yeah. but it's... yeah. It didn't quite ring true to me. No, I agree. Yeah. I'm with you. But I, I guess the excuse is, well, he's going crazy. You could just cut every anything that you don't like in this. You could say, well, he's going crazy. That's the trouble, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is that necessarily a good thing or not? But anyway, after that, he, he decides he needs to take a shower. So he heads to the shower room, the bathroom. and <laughs> Good old shower room. <laughs> I just don't speak properly, do You're I? You're posh if you've got a shower room <laughs> and a bathroom. Um, 
got a toilet room as well. Yeah, toilet room. You can't be a good toilet room. Um, but unfortunately, the water pipes start groaning and then give up and they stop dis- dispersing water for him. I did like that about this. So yeah. little little cues like that in the sound. And there was a few times it happened. Yeah. So you hear that noise and you're like, oh, is it a zombie? Has a zombie got in? Yeah. No, it's just the pipes. Yeah. But it, that sort of layered up a bit of tension in did, this movie. Yeah, there's, there's quite a lot of that as well, isn't there? Isn't and it? it led up to an event later on, which we'll get to. Yeah. And, and yeah, but that was good. But basically, what we're, what that scene is telling us is that he's now not got any running water. Correct. Which is not good times. So that night in bed, he has a bit of a dream. Yeah. He dreams that he gets eaten by some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckload of zombies. <laughs> Fuckload of zombies. So yeah, I think this this whole section of this film is just his descent down into loneliness and madness almost. Yeah. I think that's what this whole section is about. Because the next, in the next scene, he's going for a jog. I really liked this. Yeah. This was really well directed. Lovely steady cam shot <laughs> as of him running around this apartment and up and down, up the, and stairs. down the stairs. Yeah, it's basically really for nice. a long jog around the apartment. Yeah, just to keep himself fit because he literally can't leave that apartment. That literally one apartment, yeah. he can't leave it. He runs past the guy in the lift and shakes his hand. He but does. He, yeah. he literally manages to he, shake his hand. He introduces himself to the zombie. Yeah. Um. And d- does he? Come up with his name at this point? Yes, I think so. So, uh, because he's, I think he's found some photos and documents Yeah. whilst he's been um, looking through the other apartments. And this guy is called Alfred. Yes, he names him Alfred. It's Alfred the zombie. <laughs> I like it. Um, he heads back up to the roof after that and he set up a load of containers on there. Yep. Which is clever to collect the water because he's got no running water anymore. Uh, when I say a load... Hun- uh, like a hun- hundreds. hundreds everything in the apartments From that he could find flower pots buckets yeah everything cups yeah well is anything that will hold liquid and he's got hundreds of them up on this roof so that's and then he goes back down again and he speaks to Alfred again and he's, this is where he starts telling him about because there's, there's hardly any voca- vocabulary in this film or vocals in this yeah. film dialogue so this actually when he starts speaking to the zombie it almost made me jump because <laughs> I'd forgotten that I'd forgotten one that it was all in English which was was he speaking English or was it dubbed into English? I'm not. No, I think it, I think they're English. Uh, I I think I have a feeling. I was they expecting m- this to be in French. I have isn't. a feeling they might have done a couple of versions. Oh, do you think? Yeah, that makes sense. I I, I do. Yeah, it definitely wasn't dubbed. It didn't hit me till now. I was like, no, it wasn't dubbed. It definitely wasn't dubbed. But I was expecting it to be in French, and it isn't. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a French language version of this as well for the same actors. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and. So Sam has a chat with Alfred, and Alfred is not very talkative. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> bit, bit of groaning, that's about it. But, you know, Sam, the first things he says are exactly what you would say in this situation. Yeah. He, he says, do you think there's a cure? Yeah. What what caused this? What's going on? Um, and then he sort of bemoans the worst thing about it is that he doesn't know what's happened to his loved ones. Yeah, because he can't get to them. Yeah. Because he's stuck in this apartment, and you know, obviously, he's pretty sure they've they've met a similar fate to uh, old Alfred here. But yeah. he he sort of bemoans not knowing what There's no way he can possibly what's know happened that. to his mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has a nice line because that fe- that scene cuts on him saying, um, "Dead is the norm now, and I'm the one who's not normal." Yeah, I thought that was a really nice little bit of uh, dialogue. Uh, then he just goes back to his his everyday life. He's taking more pot shots at zombies with his paintball gun. Um, he sees a cat. Yeah, the, across the street there's a cat walking across the street which he tries to catch because he wants a pet he wants some company <laughs> Basically, yeah. he wants some company um, so he tries to he kind of goes to the door of the apartments and tries to encourage this cat to come in this cat 
is not gone hungry. No, it's massive. It's a big old unit. It's it a big a old fat unit. cat. Um, which is probably why he didn't want the food that Sam was offering. Yeah, probably. Because uh, it wasn't interested. Well, cats he... will eat a person? Yeah. No, they will. I'm telling you, they will. <laughs> Yours will. Oh, yeah. There's dead people everywhere. He's probably... It's probably fine. Full up on... Cats are going to be all right in the human. zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but he decides he's going to go out and try and chase it. This is the first time he's been outside. Yep. But, and the reason he's going is for this cat. Now, I don't know how long as time-wise has passed in this. You don't really get a good indication of how long. The passing. only indication you really get is that so he he is marking days off on the window. Yeah. But you only glimpse that really quickly. Really quickly. Um. Again, you what you said about the leaves. Yeah. So there are more and more leaves outside. So I think we're going through sort of autumn. It's definitely a long time passing. Yeah. yeah. As this film goes on, seasons go past. Yeah. That's that's the length of time that's covered yeah. by this film. Um, but as he's out looking after looking for this cat, he manages to get himself trapped in a car. Yeah. So he, he's he's trying to entice this cat, and um, he is sort of jumped on by a couple of zombies. So yeah. he he quickly escapes into a car. Yeah. And it's not the safest move. Tries to kind of fend them off, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and he does. He manages to to crawl into the back seat and get away, get out of the back door, and he gets back to the apartment block. And manages to lock himself back in again. Yeah. And basically, what we're being told that escape is futile. You're not. Yeah. You're not getting out of here. He goes straight back up to the window. Yeah. Looks out. Bloody cat's brushing up to a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Bloody cat. So he takes the gun. Yeah. Now I wanted to ask you about this. He definitely shoots the cat. D- did you think he did? Yeah. Wow. I think he's really <laughs> angry at this cat. The cat's nearly killed him, so he shot the cat. Yeah. I think or he's you're tried right. to. I think you're right. Because he's never tried to shoot a zombie before. Not with a shotgun. Not with a shotgun. I was going to ask you that if he'd done that. Which is dark. Yeah, really dark. It's that stupid cat. But then he puts the shotgun to his own head as well, doesn't he? Uh, not quite. So he he <laughs> potentially shoots the cat. Yeah. And then he sort of turns back around and we realise he's actually quite injured. So he's cut up all his wrists and onto his legs. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think... He, he was grabbed at one point. Yeah. We didn't specifically see him being bitten. No, I don't think he was bitten. But I was pretty clear he wasn't hadn't been. Yeah. But Sam doesn't know himself. Yeah. So he he then sort of cleans his wounds basically. But he thinks obviously there's a chance he has been bitten. Yeah. Or infected. Because he as night falls, he goes to an armchair. Yeah. And basically puts himself in the same position as his uh, neighbour downstairs. Yeah. With a shotgun under his, his chin. Yeah. But then he kind of falls asleep. Yeah. And it goes, the shotgun goes off. Yeah. But misses him. Just goes, yeah, misses the side of his head. For the Would second time in this movie, <laughs> narrowly I'm avoided. pretty sure he'd be deaf now. <laughs> the shotgun's yeah. gone off right by the side of your head. Yeah. A bit of creative license was, I didn't see the point in that film, but uh, in that f- section. Well, because was it, it wasn't. It wasn't tense. and It wasn't particularly funny. No. Either. And the funny would be out of place anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, it goes off right next to his head anyway and doesn't shoot him, But and he seems to be all right from it. Um, and basically, he's just his descent into further madness, isn't it? And he decides he's going to have a bath. So by now it is winter. Yes. Uh, it's colder. You sort of get a long focus on his stomach because he's lost weight. Yeah. Um, and he's sort of scanning the other buildings over the way. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and he has a bath. He has a bit of a bath, warm himself up a bit. Yeah, but it's a big, obviously, a big effort because he's got to bring each one of these individual containers down yeah. from the roof, fill the bath up, warm it up, yeah. and then fill the bath up. It's an effort to have a bath, and he, he kind of makes the decision he's going to leave at, at this point as well, doesn't he? And then, but then decides, but then doesn't. Yeah, kind of. So he he hears as he's in the bath, he hears a couple of noises again. Yeah, and and by this time you're like, oh well, what is it? Is it the zombies outside? But yeah. He sort of looks out the bath. Yeah, there's no one here. And then, yeah, he sort of ventures outside the next morning. Well, yeah. or in the next couple of days because his supplies are very low. Um, and he can't really see any zombies out there. Yeah, because he goes back to Alfred, doesn't he? And he's he talking does. to Alfred again. And he says, I haven't seen any of your kind for days. Yeah, he says, we're both so, alone. Are we both completely alone now? Have they left you? Because he's kind of teasing this zombie, isn't he? He's kind of... He is, he's drunk by this point. Yeah, he's drunk. So he's, he's walking around with a bottle of plonk whiskey. Yeah. And he's kind of saying, they've all left you now as well. Yeah. It's not just me that's been left you've been left as well and actually he's not very nice to alfred because he <laughs> pours a load of this booze on him yeah kind of chucks it at him doesn't he yeah he's basically taking his frustrations out on him and yeah just bullying him um so he plays the drums again he plays them hard like really open window yeah right at the window rocks out hard on the drums just to see if any will turn up i think yeah and some turn up lots lots, <laughs> lots and lots like the most we've seen they're climbing on top of each other. Yeah, it's almost like World War Z kind of yeah. scrambling over each other to get to him. Um, but they can't. They can't. They can't get him. Can't get him. And high. he knows that. Yeah. And he's completely. He's completely safe in this apartment yeah. complex. It's like it's like a fortress, and he knows that. Um, but then disaster happens. Well, he goes back first. He goes back and he apologizes to Alfred <laughs> yeah. in the lift, <laughs> which is which is quite quite that is quite funny actually. Yeah, quite touching. Um, but then, so it's kind of night time now where he's in bed. Yeah. And he hears some noises coming up the stairs or towards him. Yeah. And he doesn't wait to see what it is. No. And we're not clear. Is this another dream like we've yeah. seen earlier? Uh, again, is Similar it... Similar sort of is sequence, it, wasn't is it? Is it plumbing? Is it the zombies knocking on the door downstairs? Yeah. We don't know. He doesn't know. So he decides what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot this door. Shoot the bedroom door with the shotgun. Fucking Oscar Pistorius <laughs> just is going this to say that. bitch, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He Oscar Pistorius is the door, and also a bit like Oscar Pistorius. There's a girl on the other side. <laughs> wow, we're being controversial. Um, yeah, there's a, a young girl. Yeah, on the other side of the door, who's now got of a belly full of holes. Yeah, because uh, she's literally riddled with them as well. So he kind of he he goes out there and he brings her into the bedroom, doesn't he, and helps her. And he kind of lays her on the bed and lifts her top up and she's like, like a cheese grater. She's got so many holes in her. Yeah. Um, and he... She has a colander. She she is. And he kind of gets some tweezers and he's kind of picking each bit of shrapnel out. This seems like a futile effort to me. I don't think she would have survived that. Well, she but she quite passes out quite She does quickly. pass out from the pain quite quickly. and But in the next, very next scene, she's up and about and she's fine. I've written, she is dead. <laughs> I've written underneath it. She is not dead. Psych. It did look like she died yeah. as he was pulling the shrapnel out, but she did survive it. I don't know how she survived it. There would have been bits of door and everything embedded into her. But bearing in mind, they've got no medical care. There's nothing out there other than what's in this yeah. apartment. But she survives with seemingly no issues whatsoever. And they kind of get along at the start. She says she's met other people like him. Yeah. People, people in other apartments yeah. across the city. Has he stayed still? For all this time, she's been moving, yep. but she sticks to the roofs. So she's like moving roof to roof of buildings. Yeah, she says, "I've never stayed in one place for very long." Yeah, 
And she tells him his apartment is not safe now. Yeah. Because of all the noise that he has made. Because he's made so much noise. And um, he kind of, he introduced her to Alfred at one point. Yeah. Which, which freaks her out completely. That's quite funny because she yeah, thinks it's like, weird. Yeah. Well, it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got a pet zombie. <laughs> and he perform. he's made a song, hasn't he? He's got. So he's, he's yeah, he's, he you is. see it earlier in the film. As you say, he's a musician. So he, he has created out of sort of household objects. He's a load of percussion basically yeah so he'll put one of these tapes on and he'll sort of play along to it so but he's using bottles he's using a cheese grater yeah he's got bits of everything just yeah to make all, a bit of noise. all sorts of stuff quite and, creative yeah it's quite creative it's like he's in stomp <laughs> yeah is that still a thing i don't know maybe but so he performs that for her and she she kind of joins in as well a little bit she does yeah, a bit of singing a bit of a sing and play along and but because there's now two of them yeah they're running through the supplies too quickly and they are very very low so what does sam do he heads back to the room that he marked with the white cross earlier with yep. the zombie family in um and he kind of he takes them out but he takes them out through the door yeah so he, there's already a hole in the door or he makes a hole no, in he the makes door. one oh, does he drill it i can't remember, I can't remember. he, makes, he makes a hole in the door and then he shoots he puts the shotgun through and shoots all three of them he takes them out even the kid yeah and he takes all their food so he gets, he's got like shopping, he comes home with like shopping bags. But when he gets there, she's not there anymore. She's kind of cleared off and he heads up to the roof and she's on the roof. She's up on the roof. And she says, oh, I'm ready to leave. We need to get out of here. There's there's no point of staying. Because they kind of disagree, don't they? She's she's all about leaving and saying there's no point in leaving. And he's all about staying and saying yeah. there's no point in staying. Yeah. There's no point in leaving. And they don't understand each other. They're completely opposite. They're on completely opposite sides of the fence on this one. She kind of walks away from him. Yeah, they kind of just part ways, don't they? Yeah. And this, I got the twist. There's a twist here, and I got that at this point. <laughs> I don't know if I should have got it earlier, but I got it at this point. Um, turns out, your first note was correct. So I have my next note is, <laughs> she was always dead. She was dead all along. Double psych. <laughs> um, I don't know. Should I have got that earlier? I don't know. I, I felt a bit silly because... I was it like, seems obvious. She was, I, yeah. When she, when he shot, her, I was like, "Well, she is definitely dead." Yeah, and I, th- and I was glad that she, not glad she died because I <laughs> thought it would have been quite cheap to bring someone. I was enjoying it just being him. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna cheapen it a bit to me if she's gonna, he's gonna meet someone." And I just, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't up for that. Yeah, uh, and then they pulled this double twist thing, and I'm not sure if I liked it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Did it? Need I don't it? know. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't. I think this movie was strong enough to not because it isn't need long this. either. There's not. There's only t- probably ten minutes. Yeah, where she's in it. It's not long, and uh, and she's really good. I thought. Yeah, as yeah, a, yeah. a really good performance by the actress, and um, they they had good chemistry. But I, I just don't think this needed it. I think you're right, and although I didn't see it coming. It seemed too obvious after the fact, and I, t- I totally get why she's. You know, it, the metaphor is it's his, it's him talking to himself to decide to leave. Yeah, that is what's happening. Yeah, all through the sequence. I don't know. I just yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's. It, did, it fell kind of flat a little bit. Yeah, I think. Um, but, and anyway, he hits. He, he he kind of realizes at that point as well, and he heads back to the bedroom where she died, and she is still lying on the bed where he left her. Yeah, she's very so, dead. He kind of realizes that, and he finds her. She's got a camera, and he finds his her camera. Yep. And there's loads of like family pictures on there, but then there's some pictures of him from yeah. a distance. So she obviously knew that he was there. Yeah, she's been watching. She's him. been watching him. She's also got a load of climbing gear. Yeah. 
So like ropes, grappling hook. Yeah, all sorts. So of she obviously kit. was. <laughs> yeah, going across the room. So he's. I, I'm thinking he's already looked through the bag and yeah, he he's made that up. Yeah, he's yeah. put he's put all that together in his head. So what he does at this point is he gets all of his cassettes. Yep. And he sticks them in a bath. He does. And he sets them on fire. Which seems really dangerous. <laughs> oh, it was good fire. They went up was, really well, nicely. It would do, so, but it would have stunk, and the fumes going off it would have been horrendous. All that burning plastic. Yeah. And I think this is his. This is his decision to leave, isn't it? And it is. He he goes and unties Alfred and hmm. releases him from the lift, and but Alfred doesn't attack him. I quite like this. Yeah, Alfred kind of Alfred. It was, it was sweet. It was sweet. It was. It was sweet. And Alfred kind of follows him upstairs. And he he led Alfred into back into his old apartment, original apartment. Yeah, and just kind of leaves him there. Just yeah, like shuts him in. And all of a sudden, the fire alarm starts going off. It is well loud. It is. It made me poo myself because <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of like I said earlier. There's hardly any talking in this film. Yeah, there's not a lot of noise in this no. film. And then occasionally it will just make you jump, and it really made me jump. Remember though in Hush we said that similarly yeah. as well, how the sound design was used really cleverly. Yeah. You, you the power of the silence and then it is interrupted by something really normal. Yeah. Like a fire alarm. Or uh pot of coffee or yeah. you know, kettle coming to a boil. And it is it does. Maybe bob myself as well. Yeah. But obviously this fire alarm reignites the zombies that are outside. But not ignites them, <laughs> reactivates them. It does, and they start going wild. And eventually, this time they do manage to break the doors in. Yeah, of the apartments, and they, they they're in. They get in basically. He manages to shoot two of them. He kind of freezes a bit on the stairs. It, it freaks he? him out completely. He does, he's not. He was never expecting them to get in. No. And when they did get in, he was. He didn't know what to do. His fortress has been penetrated. Exactly. So he manages to lock himself in the lift. Yeah. Which was a nice twist of like a turnaround. Yeah. Of the the human's now in the lift and the zombies are trying to get him. But obviously every time you're in a film and you're stuck in a lift, there's always a hatch. Yeah, of course there is. And he manages to get... Have you ever been in a lift and looked up and thought, there's no hatch in this lift, no. I don't know what I would do. Um, but he manages to get on top of the lift and he climbs up the, the shaft a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets into the upstairs apartment, the one that he was in early where he was cleaning the floor. Yeah. And he manages to confuse a zombie by wrapping it in a curtain. He does. And it really freaks it out. It's like, it's just walking around like, I don't know where I am. Yeah, so the zombie's like listening for him. Yeah. But it makes no attempt to take the curtain off its head. No. So they're not clever. No, they're not. But they're not completely stupid no. either. So anyway, he kills it eventually because he hits it with a lump a couple of times. Yeah, then he puts a settee on it. Yeah. And he climbs back back up through the hole. So he's so he basically making the, his way back, back to the, the old roof. person's apartment, yep. isn't he? Yeah. So he's in the original apartment, climbs back up through the hole that he made earlier in the ceiling, and it's really smoky up there. Yeah. It's not smoky in the one downstairs, <laughs> even though there's a hole in the floor. Also, the fire alarm stopped going off. Yep. Because it was really annoying. It definitely don't think doesn't the, happen in real life. <laughs> no, I don't think the, the filmmakers liked it. This was probably my favourite bit in the film, because he's walking through this apartment, and it's really smoky, and the zombies can't see him. So I hadn't quite picked up on what you said earlier because I just presumed they'd been incapacitated somewhat by the smoke, but yeah. that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So he was he was literally just being quiet enough. Yeah, walking through them, and they they can't because they see couldn't him see. They can't see because yeah. of the smoke, and they can't hear him because he's being quiet. Yeah, and I, I really it was really tense because anything could have set yeah. them off, and I, I really liked it. It's not very long, but it's I really liked it, and he manages to get back up onto the roof, and he's on the roof, and he finds this. Rope and hook. So I like presume I presume he'd already set it up. 
possibly somebody had set it yeah. up. Definitely, there was a, it was a grappling hook. I presume like he'd it. already prepped for his escape. Yeah, yeah, like off of old Batman. Yeah, and because it was in her bag earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It was what I'm trying to say is it was not, she. Ha- it hadn't been there from when she came over to. No. Him, I think he'd already prepped set his up. escape. Yeah, and he he wangs this grappling hook, like over to the next building. Yeah. And he's, uh, he misses the first time, but the second time he hooks it, and he's a really good shot with a grappling hook. Great shot. Have you ever thrown a grappling hook? No. I can't imagine it's easy. But second time. <laughs> second like time, that. like across the street Take it, a, to you? a new building. And so he grabs the rope and he jumps off the building. Yeah, so he ties it around his waist and yeah. he just jumps. Jumps. And it smashes him as hard as fuck into the building. Really hard. Yeah, it would have really hurt. Well, it no- knocked him out. Yeah, knocked him out. Yeah. It, it, he wakes up. So he's kind of hanging by his waist. Yeah, he's hanging by his waist from this building, from this grappling hook that he's managed to somehow secure. And he wakes up dangling from this rope. And he climbs up to the roof of that building. And, and I've written down, great shot with that grappling hook. Three points of contact. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And he kind of <laughs> he kind of sits up on this roof and he's, he realises he's just on a different roof. And he isn't really any better off. No. But also there's a access to more roofs. Yeah. So you, the last shot is just of... You can hear church bells in the distance. Yeah. And the last shot is him just looking over these roofs. Roofs going as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Because he's in the middle of Paris. But there's no like... There's no air of like, oh, I'm saved. No. At this. This is just me progressing to another chapter of my life. I'm maybe. out. Yeah. I'm not in that building anymore. But I'm also very far from safe. Yeah. And then the film ends. What did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. I I did enjoy it. It wasn't what I was expecting it to be. It's not without his issues, but it's I enjoyed got issues. it. I was. I think I was expecting more of a traditional zombie film. Okay, and that isn't what this is. Far far from it. No, it's very much a character piece. It's a character study. It's a one man study. <laughs> that's my phone battery about to die, which is not good. Oh, I know my question. We're all good. Yeah, it's more of. A, it's not a zombie film, although there are zombies in it. It is not a traditional zombie film, and. I think that's what I was expecting. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm not upset about it. It was a really good film. It's a really nice character study. It just wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Yeah. I, uh, was the, was the uh, lead actor called again? Oh, sorry, I've completely forgotten. <laughs> so have I, and my phone battery's just died. <laughs> just as we'd finished reading through the notes. Um, so I can't tell you. He was great. Uh, yeah. Danielson I, Lee. Somebody yeah. Danielson Lee. Uh, I, th- I thought it was very good. I I did enjoy this because it was a bit different. Yeah, you know, you think you'll get, like you say, you think you're getting one thing. First, first ten minutes, you think, oh, is this twenty eight days later? Yeah, yeah. And to have something just set on, you know, you call it a bottle episode almost. If it was TV, yeah. You, you, in these few few rooms that he's got, and making this his whole world. Yeah, I really liked it. I had a lot of time for it. I was disappointed when it ended, so I must have enjoyed it all the way through. I was a little bit disappointed with the ending. I liked it. Was, it. I saw, I it liked was, the ambiguity of it was a da- very much a there's a world out there now there, and that you've got to try and survive in. I, the fact the fact you could hear church bells ringing in the distance was nice because that gave him a little bit of hope yeah. that somebody was there. There was there was bits. So I like I say I don't, I didn't I wasn't on board with. It felt a bit cheap the shooting the lady through the door and yeah I, I could have done without that. But on the whole, I, I yeah this is one of the better things we've seen this season. Yeah, definitely. It's, it felt like a proper film and we say that a lot and we don't i was trying to explain this to somebody the other day some films that we watch i don't consider to be proper films and then when we get a proper film i always judge it a little bit more yeah harshly maybe like with the anomaly a couple of weeks ago that felt like a proper film 
because it got big name actors in it and it was a proper sci-fi set piece kind okay. of film. So I feel like I maybe judged it harsher than I would have done a film like... <laughs> it was terrible. No, 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 no. It was terrible. Don't get me wrong. But then you've got a film like Hush, which is just, and a, a very much like this, which is like a one person... doesn't feel like a proper film. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. like you wouldn't go... I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Could be a TV thing. Could be a TV thing. Hush could thing, have been a TV movie. I can't imagine myself going to the cinema and watching Hush. Right, okay. Because it's not a big epic film. But it could with a film like The Anomaly. Right. And with this as well, I don't feel like I would have. But I did really enjoy it. And it is... A f- I wouldn't say it's fun, but it's... It's not without humour. No, it has some humour in it. You know, when he's like shaking hands with Alfred. Yeah. And, and sort of couple of those interactions then they're, they're quite nice and it's not overly bleak either i i didn't i've seen bleaker yeah in on this podcast we've seen bleaker yeah. films definitely and that's what i thought i might be getting is something really really bleak and it was it was not it was not as a downer as i was expecting yeah so it's not it's, it's a difficult one to talk about because it's not an upbeat zombie film oh no no and it's, it's not an action zombie film not at all and it's not downbeat enough to be a downbeat horror thriller kind of film so it's come signed somewhere in the middle of that yeah it's a character study isn't it it's a one man's descent into loneliness and madness is it even a horror film does it no it's not a horror film but it's got zombies in it does that make it a horror film or is it just a film that happens to be set in zombies in a zombie apocalypse there's no like big gory zombie moments though there's no like entrails all across the floor there's no none of the bits that make you jump are from zombies no the zombies are almost they're from plumbing (laughs) and, and the zombies almost don't even need to be there. The, the zombies is like a secondary element to the film. There's no like big zombie set piece. Like like I say, with entrails across the floor or somebody getting eaten or somebody getting ripped in half. There's none of that. Yeah. It's just this story of this one man's descent into crippling loneliness and what he does to combat that and to the point where it sends him insane. Yeah. At one point, it sends him insane. But at the same point, that, that bit with the girl isn't long enough for it to have any sort of impact. It did and feel a bit tacked on, it yeah. It did feel tacked on because it only lasts for about 10 minutes. Yeah. And I don't... Does it take anything away from the film? Possibly. Did it uh, need to be there? Yeah, I, I I didn't have a good reaction to it as it was happening. No, I agree. I didn't see the twist coming, but when I, when I saw the twist, I was like, I don't know if that yeah. was necessary. I, I think it was strong enough as a, as a movie, just um, he was a strong enough lead. I just, I just don't think it was needed. I agree. I think I would have rather not seen any more humans in it, to be honest. Yeah. Do you think personally. adding an extra character cheapened it then? Yeah. I, I, I personally. I agree. I, I, I didn't. Right. I, think I didn't did. need that. Nor me. Um. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. That one. Yeah. Have you got what Jordan thought of it? Because I think he sent us a message, didn't he? He did. So I do have his feedback. So okay, go for it. So Jordan says. I used the wild card as soon as I saw that this film was on the list. It is a dark and lonely film that is basically Castaway set in France with the zombies. I think that's a good point, actually. That's a great point. So you've got Alfred the zombie yeah. basically playing the role of Wilson. Wilson the volleyball. The volleyball. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks keeps his shit together a bit better than uh, yeah. this guy does. Castaway's got a bit more of a happy ending, hasn't yeah. it? A bit more of a Hollywood-style ending. So Jordan continues, the overwhelming loneliness that affects the main character is something I've never really seen in films before. I can't wait for you guys to cover it. This is easily one of my favourite zombie movies. Wow, that's a big statement for a film that we've just said isn't a zombie movie. (laughs) No, I said it's a horror movie. It is a zombie movie. (laughs) 
It's not a tradition. Jordan though. hasn't seen any films, though. That's true. Yeah, probably hasn't seen any zombie films. So I've got to get that dig in there. <laughs> um, if you want to hear his... Sorry, just going off on a tangent. If you want to hear his Dorset tones, then uh, check out our bonus episode, which we released uh, last on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, Which was, was talking about our favourite films. And if you want to hear his Dorset tones more often, subscribe to the Grief Burrito podcast. That's right. They are brilliant, and they need all of your ears. <laughs> Send me your ears. <laughs> um, I would question whether it is a zombie film. It's um, a zombie it, film. It's got zombie... Is it, though? Yes. It, in the traditional sense, it isn't a zombie film because it is. It's got it's a film with zombies. In I it. said, "Is it a horror film?" Look, and we've established that it isn't. <laughs> it is a zombie film. I'm not so sure. Okay, it's a film with zombies in. I wouldn't you can sit there on your wrong side of the desk. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, what I'm saying is, there isn't any like, like I said, there's no zombie set pieces. If you're going into it expecting that sort of zombie film, it's not what you're getting. Yeah, you. You could have this. Uh, if you're expecting take, the French Shaun of the Dead, take your zo- take your French Night of the Dead or whatever they call. Take it. your zombies out and say a massive tidal wave has engulfed Paris. Exactly, and he can't get out of the apartment. Yeah, fine. Yeah, it's you could do thing, the same story. Yeah, zombies are more realistic though. Yeah, <laughs> than a massive tidal wave probably. Really? In Paris, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Cool. Um, do you have a trivia question? Uh, yes. Go on. I think it's my turn to go first, I think isn't it? it is. It's a, I thought this was difficult to come up with a question for this. It was one of the more tricky visually ones. Visually, there's not a lot there either. <laughs> I, I, um, I, look, I thought I was maybe a bit harsh on you last week. Okay. I gave you a really difficult question. You, yeah, it wasn't even about the film. So, well, it was, but you what? just needed additional research. So, <laughs> I'll give you a really easy one this I've week. I've got an easy one for you this week as well, I think. What's the score again? Uh, it's 5-4 to you. Great. Um, <laughs> you knew that. <laughs> so... Can you tell me um, when Sam enters the party at the start, he meets up with his ex-girlfriend and is introduced to her boyfriend? Yeah. What is the new boyfriend's name? I don't know why, and I'm positive it's wrong, but a name jumps straight into my head then. Go for it. It's probably a good enough reason. It's definitely not. Is it Carlos? That's not a bad guess. No, it's not. Can I have another guess? Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. (laughs) Serge. No. No, you're going too Spanish. I know. I don't know why. It's Mathieu. Oh, no. Which I believe is French for Matthew. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. Damn it. I Good effort, know, though. Carlos Good effort. just jumped straight into my head as soon as you said what was his name. And I don't know why. you got to go with your gut sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you do. Um, I think mine's too easy this week. But like I said, I found it really difficult to come up with one. So right near the end of the film, okay. Um, Sam ties a rope around his chest and jumps yeah. off the building what was the color of the rope do you know what it's really i, I nearly <laughs> had so that much. i nearly had it <laughs> i hate you so much and then i decided to go with matcha uh it was red it was red so, how would you keep predicting the question you're not getting them right you're just predicting the questions <laughs> i'm gonna ask hello six four yes how many episodes have we got left six uh, well I've, I've got four right in a row so you're, you have i'm struggling I, I am on i've only got four right all season I've got six episodes left to the end of this season. And so two behind. Two behind. It's going to be close, hopefully. Nailbiter. <laughs> cool. Shall we talk about the stream table? Yes, let's do it. Uh, what sort of area do we need to be looking at, do you think? Should we go from the top? Top half, I I think. Okay, let's build up from... How many have we got in here now? 18. So if we go from nine up, yeah? Yeah? Go top 10. Top 10. Yeah. So start from ten. Ten is emo the musical currently. Okay. Nine is Burning Sands. Yep. 
Eight is Miracle Mile. Seven is Office Uprising. Six, Michael Inside. Five, last week's film, The Babysitter. Four, Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie. Three, The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, which was your my wildcard film. Uh, two, What Keeps You Alive. And number one currently is Hush. What are you thinking? I think, did I go first last week? I think I did. Uh, I think we kind of just attacked it together last week. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know. I do know. Do I know? I think I know. <laughs> okay. What, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking it. You're about right what you're looking at now. I'm currently looking between Burning Sands, Miracle Mile and Office Uprising. I'm in that sort of area. Is that where you are? Yes. I, I, I think it's better than Burning Sands. Yeah, it's above that for me. Miracle Mile's where I'm stuck. I don't know if it's better or worse than Miracle Mile. Um, I really enjoyed the experience of watching Miracle Mile. <laughs> but you did not enjoy the film. No, I did I did enjoy the film, but it has a lot of flaws. Yeah. But it's it's such a good encapsulation of the eighties. <laughs> and it's one of my favourite episodes we've recorded. So that might be um I think it's above Miracle Mile for me. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think, I think it's close. So it's not above Office Uprising. It's not a million miles away. I, I, but I, I I don't think it breaks that for me. Um I I think I don't think I can quite put it above Office Uprising. No, I don't think I can either. They they're both zombie films, but they're both they couldn't be different. They could be more different. Yeah. It's yeah. I I am happy with putting it in eighth. Let's do that. I didn't I don't know how Jordan's going to feel about that, but that's his issue, not ours. Um yeah, eighth. Below Office Uprising, above Miracle Mile. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I don't have any issue with that. It's well it's in with the good stuff. Yeah, the, it's definitely in the best half. That This is where the Bernie Sands is where the bad stuff starts. Um, yeah, top, it's top half. Yeah. Happy? Yeah. Let's put it there then. So, The Night Eats the World will go into eighth position. Was that eighth out of 19? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's not bad. See what Jordan thinks. Let us know what you think, Jordan, and anybody else. If you don't agree with us, or if you do agree with us, let us know. Would you? Rec- we've not said that. Would you recommend this film to people? No, you wouldn't. Um, I don't know if I know many people that would get anything out of it. Okay, so I'd, I'd, be, I'd be pretty confident saying, yeah, good. It's a good watch. It depends on the person. Okay. If I know they're going to get something out of it, that sort of thing, then yeah, probably. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I'm happy with it going into eighth. Yeah. Good. Let's put it there then. That's the yeah. stream table. It, I just always find it interesting because this has happened a couple of times where we we agree where it goes in the table, but I'm getting a real vibe that I liked this film more than you did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm not saying I didn't like. No, I know it. you're not. I just it wasn't what I was expecting it to yeah. be, and I maybe built it up in my head too much. Okay. But I did enjoy it. It's a great little character piece of a study of loneliness and craziness. It's just maybe it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Fair. That's not Fair. the film's fault. Do you want to pick next week's film? Sure. Back on the randomizer. Back on the randomizer. It's had a week off, so you're never going to find it this week. Can't find it. There it is. Are you ready? I sure am. Right. It has picked a film called He's Out There. Okay. Any ideas? I'm thinking... Somebody's outside. It's either going to be a horror film or it could be a rom-com. Like, my guy, he's he's out out there. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, the synopsis says, on vacation at a remote lake house. What are you thinking? Still horror? It's got rom-com all over it. <laughs> Keep going. On vacation at a remote lake house, a mother and her two young daughters yep. must fight for survival yep. after falling into a terrifying and bizarre nightmare conceived by a psychopath. Okay. It's a horror film. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. Uh, I think I am. 
Do you want to watch the trailer? Sure do. You guys made it okay? Yeah, we made it fine. Hey girls, it's your dad. He's on speaker. Hi, daddy. Hi, daddy. You better be calling from the road. Uh, actually, I'm running a bit late. There used to be two families living out here. Your boy went missing. It's about my age. Name was Johnny. The crow laughed out loud and said, You silly little rat. Don't let the darkness hear you talking like that. Kayla, what is that? It's for Daddy. Laura? Maddie? Maddie? Hey guys. Hey guys. It's late. It's late. Can we just, Can we just prank me tomorrow? Prank me tomorrow? Get your hand out. Come on, let me see, Maddie. Come on, let me see. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. Maddie's already here. Who, Maddie? Laura! Sean, is that you? Hey, guys. Can we just prank me tomorrow? with masked psychopaths in i'm excited <laughs> did, did did i not hear about another friday the 13th remake <laughs> it did look a bit it's definitely in that sort of guise isn't it okay so yeah go out and watch uh he's out there this week and we'll be back next week and we'll talk about it cheers thanks bye